Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll. I'm Anthony, the smack talker Skywalker with a might saber for a hater. How you doing? I am Darkness. I am the Knight. I am John. And I am the big blue bug of justice, Mike. Uh, first off, we'd like to apologize for the sound quality of the last podcast. Keep in mind, we're still a little bit new to this, so we've been doing a lot of tweaking as far as just the audio settings and all that other good stuff. Yeah, we're hoping that this one sounds a little bit better. And we're going to be talking about New York Comic Con. Yeah, that thing we didn't get a chance to go to this year because we don't have the money or the notoriety to get us there for free. <laughs> Gotta love New York. Gotta love it. Gotta love any Comic-Con that's really coming out. I hope that we can go to something like this next year, uh, really experience what's going on, um, because obviously there was a lot of big stuff coming out. So many days, so much stuff coming out. Um, I mean, really, where do we even begin? Yeah, there's a lot we saw in regards to movies, comics. They were pretty light on games. I mean, there was Sea of Thieves, but there's not really much for us to discuss on that, other than what's pretty much already been seen at E3. Yeah, games was kind of a light point. Um, it was mainly the movies and Netflix series. Netflix series, a lot of Netflix series. Marvel's going hard on like just putting out all this content from Fox, Netflix, uh, movies. They're really just trying to spread out this universe, probably even to a greater degree than they're doing with their comics right now. Yeah, and on the other hand, you have DC who are unifying everything on the CW. Yeah, and that's pretty much a good thing for them. It it made it made a wonderful change for Supergirl, and I'm hoping it does the same for Constantine. Well, I was gonna say I think that's a really good um, direction for them. Uh, with with DC itself really lacking in their live action, um, their their movies have been kind of a complete failure. You know, their their TV shows. We got a few things that were good. You know. Flash has been pretty good, uh, but look at the other shows. They well, really, they Arrow, really Arrow's been, been Arrow's been hit or miss. Um, Flash has been consistently. Gotham's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's but not Gotham CW. is not on the CW. I don't care. Shows. I'm just saying that's why it's good to unify this stuff and have yeah, a direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I, I think, think will really work too because when we were talking, you brought up Constantine, and uh, we all saw the the trailer or the, I should say the little clip for the animated series they're doing and it definitely feels very close more to hellblazer than we've seen so far with anything else going even with the live action I mean, well the, the the live action series that was on what was it cbs no it was uh, nbc nbc yeah um that one the acting was good the direction that they were trying to take the series seemed like it was going to be good. The problem is, is it just fell apart because it didn't get the fan base that they were looking for. And I think that was mainly because it was on NBC. Well, yeah, exactly. Because with it being on NBC, they're restricted in a lot they can do because this is like a public broadcast in NBC, ABC, CBS. They are still trying to be more family oriented. As to where we've seen with the CW with shows like Supernatural, they could take it to a degree that you honestly wouldn't think they could really take it. Yeah. See, as far as uh, gore and you know other stuff. Well, even even aside from the gore, you just have certain mannerisms of the character that were la- were were missing because, again, trying to family orient a character who's a habitual smoker, drinker, and kind of a man whore. Yes, it's it's hard to family friendly that guy. Exactly, That's Constantine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is. So you took away very important fabrics of his being to try and put this out there. That's why I've always disagreed with having certain types of shows 
translate to either of those live actions or i mean animated series you can go there you can put the rating on it whatever when you have it on you know a cable network to where you're so restricted there's certain content that's that translates really hard you can't put everything in there this going to cw seed you know having a little bit more flexibility also in the animation i think that's why the constantine trailer in the animated series I think it's going to look pretty good. And yeah. that argument points directly into what I was going to say about the new stuff on Amazon and the new stuff on Netflix. We have all these shows that are coming to those venues because they don't have those restrictions of a broadcasting network. Netflix has done the weirdest things of all time with um, Stranger Things and... Um, oh, is that show with the vampires and the werewolves? Uh, Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. Yeah, yeah. Hemlock Grove was just so. I weird. haven't watched it. I've just heard of it. I, I think uh, Scarsgar from it, which is going to be mentioned in our Halloween podcast. <laughs> yes, he he, I believe is from that show, and uh, he apparently was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, to what you're saying, they can get a lot away with a lot more. But the beauty of it is, too, besides pushing the boundaries, it's just a lot more accessible as far as you don't need to worry about having a DVR necessarily or whether or not you can really get to it. Well, and and that's one of the things like with the Amazon with the Amazon network shows, they they've been kind of pushing this weird thing where they release a pilot and if the pilot gets the feedback that they want, they actually go through and do the the first season. Yeah, they greenlight and continue. Yeah. So the the Tick was very successful. It got its first season. Now now thanks to Comic-Con, we are now looking ahead to season 2 of The Tick. Um The Man at High Castle was another one of those where they piloted it, got the first season. Now we're looking ahead to season two. Um, not really a huge fan of Man at High Castle. It's a little bit of a drearier like topic. Not really comic based. So yeah, but I mean, whatever. There's yeah. a, there's an audience, obviously. Otherwise, it wouldn't be oh, yeah, another yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I mean, even uh, aside from that, uh, what kind of going back on to the whole thing with Constantine, you also have the possibility of a live action going with... Um... Well, what it looks like they're going to do is CW is going to test his test his waters back on the other shows again, because he's already... The character who played that Constantine on NBC's Constantine has already been on Arrow Exactly, before. yeah. Um, so they're going to have him in Legends of Tomorrow, as like you mentioned, kind of like a test run. And it's also great. He's, he seems to be heavily involved in that character, and I think it's a good job because he, I think... He, he fits the role much better than other people that they have cast for that position. Exactly. Before. And, I mean, that's why I'm they sorry, also... sorry, Keanu. That's why they also have him as the voice actor of... Um, the CW Seed show, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if they're going to bring back the guy that was playing his best friend. The the guy that's undying or whatever. I can't ever remember that character's name. He's not really a comic book... Like, he's from the comic books, not but not... Like a mainstay of the it, comic books. It, am I the only person who wants Shia LaBeouf to come back? It, it, come on, come on. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are Shia just, just for the be over, yeah, like, right. just, just to be standing over <laughs> counter his shoulder, just be like, he's gonna about to kill somebody. Just like, just do it, just do, do it. it, do it. Like, come on, just having those like precious moments from Shia LaBeouf for this would be great. I'm telling, just. Volume Vol- morning. I'm pretty sure that's going to blow some people's ears out. Scream! Do it! Do it! <laughs> but I mean, that's the one thing I'll give DC because you guys are more DC. I, I tend to swing more in the direction of Marvel, but I do know some things about DC characters and follow some of the products. And I would definitely, and I'm sure you guys can agree, 
that the animated series of DC are definitely far, far better than what we're getting from the live action. Well, you, okay, in, in that regard, I, I was... I, I can't <sighs> recall... Like, okay, the Teen Titans um, DC... Li- or the you know, Animated te- series. Animated series, the Teen Titans... No, 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 the, no, the animated movie. The, the first animated one. movie, yeah, the yeah. first Teen Titans one. Was that wasn't that good. But I'm not a Batman fan, and even all the Batman stuff that was the animated series or the, the animated movies that DC put out, those were all gold. They, yeah. they, they are spot on when it comes Flashpoint. down to Flashpoint their, their was movies. Well, Flashpoint was actually the, the beginning of their, of, of what I'm going to call their second run of yeah. animated movies. And from, which we're all hoping for, I mean, if they're going to do a live action for anything, you know what I mean? Have Negan as Thomas Wayne in flashpoint <laughs> like come on that's gonna be epic well they already set that up too because wasn't he already thomas wayne and yes he yeah. was in, in in the the new batman movie so they already have the premise they, exactly. they like the flashpoint idea and movie all they gotta do they, is translate it they changed it to it too yes in batman vs superman there's the whole thing when he's like she's the key he was you can tell that he went back in time because he was all a lot scragglier and going into that we we got a new trailer for justice league now I know we all have been, like, a lot of people in general, not just us, have not been very keen on the whole Justice League. Uh, some some people like it, some people don't. I think certain parts, the animation looks kind of off, and something straight out of the they Spy Kids. They did a really good job at hiding that this movie will probably still be really bad. They had a lot of action and made you kind of go, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm, what just, are they, I'm just so yeah. worried that this is going to be another... Uh, Suicide Squad with the fact that the action seems so cut to the point where it's like you can't actually tell who's fighting who half the time. Mm. Like, that was my main issue with Suicide Squad is like the villains were these just faceless blobs and half the time you could barely tell which of the heroes was fighting in the massive with faceless air blocks. quotations in case you couldn't hear yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't hear the air quotations yeah. quote quote um <laughs> it, but well i don't know you know and I, i'm gonna try not to to actually shit on this for once and go a lot of the stuff that in, was put forth in the trailer i thought was pretty good um i i still think the action is uh, pretty good i i thought the look of the parademons from what you could get here and there looked cool um the the little bit of action that you saw with stefan wolf you know i mean i'm whatever stefan wolf here and there Should but, be dark side. yeah <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa they want to line that shit up if they do dark side well, now hold that's on, like, hold on. that's like we're, that's we're, like doing thanos in fucking avengers one okay hey hey, hey. We're talking. We're talking about the company that threw the egg at fucking releasing uh, the do- the image of Doomsday in the trailer prior to the release of Batman v Superman. I never said anything about them actually, <laughs> you know, releasing shit correctly. <laughs> I'm talking about the fact that they want to they want to at least take notes from the MCU and put certain points out. There, they they go. Okay, Superman was our flagship. Wonder Woman carried over into what we're, we're lining up. We're going right into Justice League, and from there they're going to spawn stuff out, but they still need to pace it out. And Steppenwolf is at least the Ultron, you know, of what's going to be going forward. Big, bad, destructive. What do you want me to say? They, 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 they could have done it. They could have done a, they could have done a few things. I was hoping that with the, I mean, we saw Parademons already, so I knew it was going to have to be Steppenwolf. Um, 
uh, the mother, fuck. Um, Granny goodness. Granny goodness. Um, <laughs> or maybe like having Mr. Miracle and Big Barda be bad guys for a little bit and then become good guys That's at the end or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, yeah, with that trailer, again, not being big on DC, I will agree with uh, you, John, about the whole... It definitely got me a little bit more hyped about it. There's definitely seeing this trailer actually has me almost kind of wanting to go see it in theaters. If you guys are going to go see it, not entirely sold on that yet, but it definitely no. Has I'm to... going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I feel go. better about actually <clears throat> wanting to go see this. And I mean, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, Matt def- Fat Sharks, yeah. But it's it's, uh, it's not the, any iteration of Aquaman that I'm familiar with from the comics, but that's okay because he definitely makes a much better Aquaman. Oh, than absolutely! <laughs> this I is mean, like this is a, a, if they were shooting for to redeem and make Aquaman like actually noteworthy, they did it. They nailed it with Jason Momoa, that, that's and just you what can it is. tell he's having so oh, much yeah, fun with it. So going much on. fun! <laughs> I'm telling if I would somehow love him to be like, dude, Matt Fat Sharks. Like, if he somehow said that in there, I don't give a fuck. Just because he's having a beer, and he's just like, I speak the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> or just didn't even see him summon it at any point for whatever reason. I know, I'm like... Um, that's, that's another thing. They, they've managed to do a good job with the casting in some regards. Like, I still think Gal Gadot is a, is a good Wonder Woman. I just don't think that alongside the people they have her cast with that she really fits because like size differences is weird prepare to get destroyed in the comments just so you know i know that, yeah, that was, I know. That was a, i'm not even going there because i'm gonna say i'll admit this i wasn't a fan of wonder woman and i really really i thought the trailers let up and i wanted to really like it it just kind of let me down maybe i was overhyping it Maybe and now you're stepping is. in front of the comments train. I know. Well, I'm, I'm blaming you first. I'm going to shove you, Mike, Mike, <laughs> in the front first. <laughs> yeah, because at least he gave some kind of uh, somewhat I, legitimate I, reason. I wanted as to, why. to like that movie. I really did. I'm just saying maybe I overhyped it. You know. But let's talk about Barry Allen. And, I think Barry Allen. I think he's a great pick, and uh, just. How much of a dork he is, I just love, too. I love the I'm part here because I need friends. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I also like the part, and if you haven't seen the trailer, go out and see it. The new one that just kind of dropped uh, more recently, I believe it was either, you know, act, they either rehashed it in New York Comic Con or it was out a little bit earlier. But when he's there on top of the building and they already took care of, like, the bat signal and Gordon's there and he just looks back, all the Justice League is gone. And Flash is like, oh... They just kind of left. Huh. So that's kind of rude. That's kind of rude. <laughs> and then he zips out of there. I was just like, damn, Flash, you're going to be funny. <laughs> or even then, the other scene that they show in the more recent uh, trailer, where he's just sitting there, and the one that, when it's uh, the Wonder Woman and Batman, and they're all out of costume. They're all just in normal attire. And they see the bat signal, and he's like, oh, hey, that's your signal. And he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's your, your signal. I'm sorry. It's like, should, does that mean we need to go? And he's like, um, yeah. you just see Bruce Wayne just like, God damn it. And, then, and this is where they're really taking the, the, the role from the MCU because they're trying to make this more lighthearted. Whereas the Batman v Superman, it should have just, it, it felt like it was shot at midnight constantly. That whole <laughs> film is just dark. Yeah. And, and 
even the scenes that are shot during the day still look kind of dark. But but knowing the comics of DC, DC itself tends to be uh, on a lot of fields, on a lot of comics, especially with the main cast, the the Trinity. All that shit is normally a lot darker. And, okay, not not so much anymore. Like, when the fuck was the last time Batman told a joke? Besides the fact that he's Batman and he's a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, they hate Batman. Yeah, and that is going to be a recurring joke. Yeah, because he is a recurring joke. I yeah, went um. there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I the comics themselves tend to be a little bit darker. They well, do. They, but if you, dark, especially like, darker compared to uh, Marvel. Or not even, really, though. Are you kidding me? All right, so just, just as a point of reference here, too, as far as it, comics going in a darker direction, perfect example being at New York Comic Con, one, we have Doomsday Clock, which is supposed to be dreary, and I know you want to crap all over Dr. Manhattan, and I, I might give you the chance. Dr. Manhattan. But let's also talk about you have the Dark Knight metal, which uh, is with the whole Can we not? Batmanium to where they. <laughs> They literally show you exactly why Batman should never have any superpowers. Because he's a villain. He's not a good guy. He's a vigilante, and he's a shitty vigilante at that. Mm-hmm. So we've seen, like, there's there's the Bat Who Smiles, which is kind of like the Joker Batman. We see Red Death, which is basically Batman kind of fuses with Barry Allen to become this new Dark Flash who goes around just killing people as his form of justice. Even as the Green Lantern, the, the ring comes to him. He puts it on because it senses he has a lot of willpower and he no longer has any fear because of his loss. But then he has so much willpower that he overrides the ring, puts it into the ability to kill instead of just like maim and gets revenge for his, the death of his family. But then completely goes bonkers from there and just like everybody kind of needs to die because justice. Justice. So, yeah, they're definitely taking things comic wise in a darker direction with at least some of their series. Okay, but. You also, we just came off of Secret Wars, which had the whole Doom rewrites the Marvel Universe. Is which, that dark, or is that just... It's awesome, but... That, exactly, <laughs> that's my point. There's a yeah, no, 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 no. dark that's, and awesome. Yeah, that wasn't dark, because the way they the way they ended that was hilarious. Because Well, yes, but the the thing is, is the, the each of them has their dark tones, and they have their, their, their specifically darker comics. In fact, DC threw all of those together and made Vertigo. Uh, yeah. But no, but my point is, is if you look at DC Comics, and I'm not even necessarily just talking about the stories, because I think both Marvel and DC can have these in-depth stories of something that is either a touchy subject or something they really want to exploit to, to kind of bring a darkness to it. But DC is also not just written in the fashion, it's also animated in the fashion that it's going to be, quote-unquote, darker and grittier, Okay. I, I can I can you, concede you on some of that, but the the what I was getting at is the fact that if we sh- you're still dealing with a universe where you've got Barry Allen and his rogues gallery. You still have, you know, Wonder Woman and the Light of the Mascara, and you have all these not very dark storylines that they have gone through over the years with DC. DC has done a lot of not super dark stuff, but they've also done the grittier. Things like Flashpoint. Grab some popcorn. This is going to get good. <laughs> These two about to go at it. Oh, ding, shit. ding. Well, the, the problem is is that he, he uh, when I when I talk about, uh, gen- I guess it's 
the problem that we're both looking at it is there's the generalization that a majority of the stories are a darker and grittier and written in that fashion. And then he likes to point out a specific storyline in which, hey, this is light and fluffy when it's still not. Well, well okay, but you also have Marvel who constantly <laughs> does things that are more real world based and the real world ends up being darker and grittier than a lot of the comics. Yeah, but it's... Marvel, as a person, it's not really darker. Yeah, as a person who actually, Anthony, as a person who likes Marvel more, and you you tend to stick to a lot more Marvel stories. Yeah, yeah. If you if you look at the artistry, if you look at how the stories are told, if you look at how the movies are done, whether it be well, animated or live I'm action, not, I'm, I'm not, talking I'm, about the entire genre altogether. You are pointing out two stories. I was <laughs> I was going into the, like the comic books. In the comic books, not in the movies, because the movies, I'm not gonna, I will concede to you, yes, they're darker. They, they tried to do the Nolan verse, which is dark. No, no, Marvel, Marvel's not getting darker in regards to their <laughs> comics. I'll tell you that. In, I, I, I know you, you're kind of out of, of the running on some of the comics, but I've been reading a lot of them. And even Venomverse is not grim dark either. And, and the funny thing is, to bring that up, they're gonna be bringing that back yes, with but X-Men e- Blue. Even, but... even, even the, like, like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he lost everything thanks to Doc Ock and the whole thing with Hydra and the Secret Empire. But they they even spun that around to be funny. They even killed off New Fifty Two Superman, and that still wasn't dark. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the argument <laughs> like, you're the was, ar- there, there, no. What I'm trying to say is like I I have all I have almost every comic from the New Fifty Two run into DC Rebirth. It's getting lighter, and that's fine. And it has been lighter in the past. Is what I'm saying is like if you look at either sets of comic books, they're illustrated in the same fashion. They're they're both they are like, and I'm not arguing with you on that. They're you both were, colorful. You brought up Marvel, and I'm just simply telling you you're incorrect when it comes to Marvel being darker. No, I'm just saying Mar- Marvel or has... Or getting darker. It's, it's No, not. I'm saying that they've both done dark storylines. There is no... Maybe in the past. Like the 90s Marvel. Holy crap. And new Marvel is still trying to do it, though. They, they still do it in things. Thor does it every now and then. Thor has gotten dark in, in, in no, the, the, the darkest Mighty, thing. Mighty the darkest thing that I think Thor has come out with is the god-killer... What's his name? Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Gore. Gore. Yeah, the Gore, killer. the God Killer. That that's like a darker series. Well, you, but the whole the whole Jane Foster Thor is still a dark storyline. She's dying of cancer and oh. literally become literally wielding the hammer is reducing her but chemotherapy. That's, that's 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 kind of a a, a moot point to make because then we could easily say the same thing about Eddie Brock because he had his whole cancer thing and the Venom symbiote was only merely keeping that cancer at bay. But those weren't emo. But this is no. This is no. I'm not saying okay. The Venom thing is different. The Venom know, because, thing was keeping the cancer. Back. Yes, you're her saying using the power it. is literally killing her. Um, she just has. She just loses the. I feel like crap from cancer thing when she has the hammer, but the hammer is reducing the effects of her chemotherapy. But that's not exactly making the story darker. Well, I think it's putting a touchy tone to keep the. The, the story in the background saying, you know, this is this is kind of keeping her together. She's doing, in a sense, stuff on her bucket list. But that that's not making it dark. That's that's making someone fulfill either it, their needs or the need oh, of okay. something. And, it's and also then, a more the, human story. In, in, okay, well, in those regards, yeah, yeah. what what's what's dark and gritty at that point? Like, the, talking, both of them are both animation styles for. For DC and for Marvel are both very colorful now. Like DC does every now and then use 
darker palettes for certain stories. Like I said, Vertigo tends to be drawn drawn and animated in a darker tone, well, what, but that's also because they branched Vertigo to do that. Let's look at uh, let's look at Teen Titans as a, as a matter of fact, because we brought up that example. Teen- Titans Judas Contract a lot of the time, every almost everything was shot at like a night shot or dark shot or everything was because it had to do with Nightwing. That almost entire what? thing had to do with Nightwing. Batman and Batman and Nightwing, they're stealth-based characters. They do shit at night. Yes, but... Oh, <laughs> that's like Moon Knight. Moon Knight is a dark Marvel comic. And you know what? Everything is shot at night because he first does off, shit okay, at night. First off, Moon Knight is more than a dark comic book character for Marvel. He's crazy, and I love everything about that writing. Exactly. <laughs> and they gave him like a, they gave him a nice ass suit now. Yeah, and he doesn't have like the actual. They know he just in a nice full white suit. He looks like a a really odd assassin. I am shooting for like I would love to see that. That I know they've been putting it on the the back pedestal for a long time, and they've been waiting for if they can do a Netflix series for Moon Knight. If that actually comes to fruition, that's been that a rumor. Is, that I I really hope. I like I I want it to be more than a rumor. I want to see a trailer for Moon Knight. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that, it is, which it's, I know, I, I sound crazy because I, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Batman. Batman. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I, I, I give him his props where props are due, but I've never been the biggest fan of Batman. But yet the Marvel version of Batman, who's crazy... And is known to be crazy. Yeah. How is that different from Batman? Because <laughs> yeah, Batman doesn't admit it. Mark because Spe- Moon Knight has a better... Is that- they, when they ask him, hey, why do you dress in white? Moon Knight responds, because I want them to see me. <laughs> that totally different like mentality behind it. I'm going to beat this motherfucker's ass. You know? So, and, and the other thing is, is like Mark Spector has checked himself into a psych ward before. Yes. yes, yes. Um... We're still not sure if his powers come from something or if it comes from his crazy. Yeah. That, that's how the writing is. Yeah, that's, 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 that's honestly the beauty of it. Yeah, that I, I can't wait for them to actually do something great with that. But um, They've been doing something great with that through the entire run of Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. But, um, I mean, if we're even going to go with Thor. Thor, okay. I know we touched on this slightly in in our last episode, but Thor Ragnarok, Thor, Thor Ragnarok, has it, it's not really dark. Oh, okay, it's, but again, I'm not going into the. I'm not talking about the movies. Marvel's cinema, and that's exactly what I was mentioning. Is DC is taking cues from Marvel Cinematic Universe? They're trying to lighten they're up. They're adding the, one funny character into a completely even even Jason Momoa is, is cracking jokes and doing stuff as. As, okay, you know that, 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 that is true. Even I'll, I'll concede. Freaking brute, or uh, no, nope, Ben Affleck has made Bat, jokes. Batfleck, Batfleck has Bat, made jokes. Batfleck. So then the characters may be lightening up a little bit, but the overall tone may be lightening up a tiny bit. But let, let's is, compare. Let, let's compare Justice League trailer. What we know, mm. okay, dark gritty has a few one liners. Let me let that at okay. So, darker, grittier, fucking death destruction, okay? Crashing through buildings. Alright? With some one-liners, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Okay? <laughs> Thor is, yeah. Death and destruction, but the entire time they're dancing to it. Okay? <laughs> Completely different tone, my friend. Completely different tone. Okay. Yes, but again, we're going from DC having been in this trek of doing the darker and grittier. Like, that that's where they were with the films. The whole Nolan-verse rolled into, now Justice League is trying to tone that shit down. Even Suicide Squad was shot in a night sequence that never fucking ended. That's your. That's the thing, though. You just said it right there. Trying to tone it down. The problem is they're they're completely still surrounded by that. Yes, and because, that's it's more than Marvel. More I, than Marvel. I, but again, I wasn't talking about the movies. I I, I was really reiterating the point of the fact that the movies are toning it down because they have been so dark and gritty in the past. The comic books aren't that way, though. Is what I was saying. I was just saying that the comic... Anthony, you look like you're dying over here. You you literally look like you're dying over here. Because this this is the argument that never ends. (laughs) It goes on and on, my friend. (laughs) You guys just started talking about it, not really knowing what direction this was going to go. Don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this. Don't do this. I'm just... I'm going to have to hurt you. We have Thor Ragnarok again. I mean... What more can we really say that we haven't already said? We we saw it is very colorful and vibrant. And it does it's Tron worthy. <laughs> it, well, it is it, very it, Tron worthy. It is trying to be Tron, apparently. <laughs> it's trying to be like a cluster a screw of it, Tron and Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, right. up no one. Right, right, right. And that's the thing, even even the Thor movies like were kind of in a weirder tone beforehand and now with Ragnarok they're going the Guardians of the Galaxy route. Yeah, I mean, they saw that what works. I mean, literally, the last one was called Dark World. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, you know what? DC's trying the edge. Let's try the edge and see how it works. Nope, 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 nope. Backfired. Shit. Go back. Go back. Yeah. I mean, but there goes Mew Mew. We had that. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's pretty dark. That's the best thing from Dark World. (laughs) That was literally the best line from Dark World. But look, Mew Mew. Mew Mew's gone. So therefore, (laughs) we're moving forward. Mm, I'll miss Mew Mew. Just remember. Mew Mew. We have to put like a from till, you know, in memory. The dates. Memorial. <laughs> uh, you know, you know there's going to be some kind of BS at the very end of that film, and he's probably still going to, he's going to, it's going to come back together again, or he's going to have it again. Do we honestly think he's not going to have the hammer in Infinity Wars? He'll have something. I don't know if it's going to be that hammer or if he's going to get a new Mjolnir. He very well could get a new Mjolnir. Or do you think, he, or do you think he's going to get the axe? He could get, the he axe. could get Born. Yeah, he could get the axe. And I'm not going to even pronounce that correctly. I'm just going to go with Jabberborn. Well, the the other thing too is uh, okay, if you can clearly see in the the trailer that comes out, uh, Dragonborn? Jabin. It's <laughs> like we, we know that it's later in the film when he has this like epic uh fight with Hela and he shows up on what's it called that rainbow the, the, bridge. The rainbow bridge. Uh, the Bifrost. Yeah, the yeah, Bifrost. Bifrost. Um and he comes down and he you know, he's like freaking he evolved. He he Pokemon evolved. Like freaking <laughs> my 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 Pikachu turned into a Raichu now. Because like, I don't need the hammer for exactly, my lightning. You know, he he evolved. Uh, our, her in a, in a sense, he went Super Saiyan. He finally went Super Saiyan to to finally beat you know Frieza. I mean Hella, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the scenes that we've seen from Thor Ragnarok, we have we have now. A scene with Surtur, a scene with the uh, Great Wolf and Fenris. yeah, um, 
Fenrir. We've seen Hella. Fenrir. We've seen Executioner. Um, the only thing that we're really missing from this is the introduction of uh, Hulk's compatriots from Battleworld. The, no, they, we, they, they showed, showed Korg from the, the Jimmy Kimmel Live, Jimmy Kimmel Live that, which was a really funny like scene. Yeah. Uh, for everything. The Chris Hemsworth special trailer for Thor Ragnarok. See, I didn't even see that. Crap. I need to go back and watch that That's now. what we were trying to talk to you about before we started the show. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Well, we tried looking for it. We tried no, looking... no, you were looking up the Thor Ragnarok trailer. This oh, is no, we looked, the... we looked up Thor trailer 2, and nothing came up recently, but that's besides the point. Uh, and I mean, even in regards to what we've been shown back on Marvel, because you know I love me my Marvel, I have a love-hate relationship with the direction they're going to take the Amazing Spider-Man, and even just Venom. They are doing a whole crossover series between the Amazing Spider-Man and Venom, known as Venom, Inc. Now, the only part of it I'm not too keen on is one of two things. First off, we have Lee Price, which is probably one of the better Venoms, even though he was short-lived, but just because of the fact that he was able to dominate the will of Venom was something that was kind of out there and we haven't seen before. And, and even kind of surpasses what Eddie Brock is capable of doing with the symbiote, as much as I hate to admit it. He's going to get the Mania symbiote. And uh, he's going to be known, I believe he's like, if I remember correctly, Maniac. So it's kind of you, a play on that. You, you started talking about symbiotes and me and John just kind of walked. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. This is, <laughs> you, you guys are here for moral support. Why not? Yep, yep, yep. It'll be okay. The symbiotes got you. Oh, yes. So, that's uh, sad because Mania was actually a, a great character. That They gave her her own little spinoff for a little bit. People were hoping that she got her own series. But now this does not look good in that respect. It looks like Lee Price with his new Spider-Man Rogues Gallery He's kind of passing off the symbiote. We're not getting true new symbiotes like with uh, Phage, Lasher, and some of the other ones. Uh, but what I think is pretty cool, but also I'm not too happy with, is we are going to see the return of Flash. And the problem is he, in the image that they've shown for one of the covers for Venom Inc., is going to be coming back as Agent Anti-Venom. And that's really odd because the only reason why Anti-Venom was a thing in the first place was because in the uh, New Ways to Live, you had Mr. Negative touch Eddie Brock, and it basically, because of Mr. Negative's powers, inverted the cells within Eddie Brock. Because whenever you're a, a symbiote host, there's little pieces of the symbiote still in your bloodstream. And that's what created... Uh, it enters you? Is that what you're saying? Yes. That it yes. literally enters you? It becomes a part of so, you. So is that some kind of violation? <laughs> no, 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 because that's the whole name of itself. It's a, it's a symbiote. It's yeah. a symbiotic relationship. Mm. My, my there, there's, issue, there's consent. My issue uh, with sometimes. this now is the, yeah. the fact that Mr. Negative has touched Spider-Man and that didn't happen. Why didn't he become because, spider antivenom? Because he has this whole thing with the radioactive. Uh, there's There was a weird explanation to that because of his whole radioactive spider powers thing. I think it killed out. The, the symbiotic Sorry. cells that are in them. Uh, they haven't really touched too much into that. But still, no, the point is... That they don't want to science the shit out of that not science e stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, to me, I, I, I guess I'm not going to judge it too harshly until I see how they do it. But I just find it hard to explain how they're going to do Agent Anti-Venom. Because, again, uh, the Anti-Venom the anti symbiote died when Eddie Brock saved everybody in New York during the Spider Island arc. So there should be no anti-venom anymore. 
Well, and if that's the case, then it could just have to do with Mr. Negative touching... Yeah, but that's... Why not? He's been completely out of it. and No, no, that, that may be their explanation. I think that would be kind of a cop-out. But I guess at least that's better than some other BS they could honestly do, and Marvel has done in the past. And I'm actually kind of happy with this renaissance of symbiotes, so to speak. It seems like they're really putting in... They're going in with a lot of stuff. In regards to the symbiotes, because again, you have the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, where we are going to have uh, Flash anti uh, Agent anti Venom. We mm-hmm. have still Eddie Brock as the best Venom. The, no arguments. The best Venom. I'll, I'll hurt you. And then, no, it was Mac Gargan. I will murder oh, you. Because you said your no. mama wear combat boots and bubble gum Because <laughs> you know that. You know that's absolute bullshit. You know. Yeah, no, I do. And you know I hate that. That's why you went for it. Mac Gargan was the best Scorpion, though. Yeah. yeah. That's, I won't, I won't <laughs> deny that. I won't deny that. So that's the beauty of it. We're going to have Venom Inc., which is going to, to me, be an interesting throwback to what we've seen in the 90s with uh, Spider-Man and Venom teaming up with Separation Anxiety and some of the other arcs. So I'm interested to see the direction they're taking. Flash was a good Venom. He's, in my opinion, the second best Venom. So it's nice to see him brought in. And the fact that they're fighting off against uh, Venomized, so to speak, uh, rogues gallery of Spider-Man villains and where the direction they're going to take this, I, I think there's a lot of potential involved. And not even that, we have the Poisons, I, I don't think I've mentioned this in the last podcast, but they did the whole Venomverse event. So Poisons are these aliens that kind of consume symbiotes and they're even stronger than the symbiotes and they also kind of consume the host in the process. So it's no longer a host. It's a symbiote of a symbiote. Symbioteception Except for they become a new being. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! But this is what, this is what's now cool. my brain hurts, and it should. It, I thought this was going to be a one-off thing with Venomverse, which is interesting. But apparently, for one thing, with X Men Blue, it looks like the X Men, the past X Men. Have you met Marvel? Placed. Have you have you met Marvel? They yes. they don't know how to do a thing where they they lead, like they create an alternate universe kind of thing. Like sometimes they they're able to keep it. At, Dude, they've yeah. even brought Marvel zombies into the real, like into the normal. They did it only for Battle World because Battle World that made sense. That made sense. Yeah, that, everything made sense for Battle exactly. World. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. all universes. And so now like Venomverse, instead of it being like a nice little one-off, apparently is going to be folding back in slightly into the canon because what's going to happen is the time displaced X Men in January are going to be facing off against the Poisons, and they're going to be bringing Eddie Brock along with them. So we're kind, of, we may be looking at kind of like a Space Knights scenario again but this time with eddie brock and uh but yeah yeah yeah, well i'm excited for it okay well what what i would really like to see is uh because obviously you know the the talks and the little things here and there about the venom movie like what kind of direction they're gonna pull from the comics to really make that venom movie go off and what what like how far of the universe are they gonna they are they going to go with that? Fox if, isn't going to go too far with it. Well, it's Sony. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Well, and here's X-Men. Thing. And with, Sony and, with Sony and Marvel kind of working together now, I think the best thing they could do is completely side project the... I, I know, it's picking me up. You're, I'm good. God damn it, John. Um, anyways, what I was saying is that I think the best thing that they could do with the Venom verse or the Venom movie <laughs> is turn it into Maximum Carnage. That's the direction they're more likely going to take. Because, again, they already have some... They already announced that Carnage is going to be the villain. They just haven't said who's going to play Carnage. 
Uh, but to, that's the whole, the Venomverse and the Poisons. Just for anybody who's unfamiliar, because I'm sure probably not a lot of people read Venomverse or is huge symbiote. You know who it should be? Who? For Carnage? For, for, to play Cletus Cassidy? I'm about to hurt you, depending on who you say. The guy who played Rorschach? No. That's one of the people I actually picked. That, that is actually somebody that I would go with, but no, I was thinking Tom Hardy. But Tom Hardy is isn't already Venom. Venom? Oh, is he playing Venom? We discussed this last time! I don't remember. We literally discussed this last time. Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock. Hey, they could do that other, where he was in that one movie where he plays him. No, no, shut your mouth. No, 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 no. Fail. So the one thing that's cool about the poisons, like I said, they they consume symbiotes. So symbi- the way symbiotes have always worked is they greatly enhance whoever they attach to. It's basically the equivalent of going like Super Saiyan. And the way- oh, <laughs> we're going back to it. Measure by Dragon Ball Z. That's really what it comes down to. Like if we if we need to measure power at any point in time, we don't have a proper way of doing so. Use Dragon Ball Z. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what having a symbiote is. So you have all these heroes that have symbiotes, and you end up finding out that the poisons are even more powerful than that. Because once they actually combine with the symbiotes, it's like going Super Saiyan level two. So even symbiotes have a hard time fighting off against the poisons once that bonding is made. So for them not to ditch it, because like I said, I thought it was going to be like a one-off. No, they're they're really investing in the poisons, and I think it's going to be very interesting, especially with this whole renewal in the symbiote-based comics. With the Clintar and everything, where they're going to go with that? Yeah, like I said, I, I'm really interested to find out what kind of material they're going to pull in for the Venom movie. But that that's that's way down the road. That's I mean, other than just working with the comics itself, uh, you know, we probably won't see that for at least another year before we really get some solid information on the Venom movie. Um, I think they are scheduling it for third quarter 2018. So, and speak, but, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that just when are we going to start getting that information? Because the most we've known is that, you know, Tom Hardy's going to play Venom, right? Is yeah. Was there that's, anything that's, else? No, that, just that also um, the, the gentleman from Rogue One, uh, the mechanic, I forget his name, he's also going to be in the movie. And a lot of people think he's going to be Carnage, which would be unfortunate because usually you can cast whoever you want for certain roles. But one of the big things about Cletus Cassidy is he was a backwoods redneck homicidal hick. Yeah. So if that were the case in that situation, that really wouldn't work out too well. I wonder if we're going to see uh, J.K. Simmons reprise his role as uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Another conversation we had in the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we I think we left out J.K. Simmons' name in the last podcast. Okay, so there you go. You got his name in. We, yeah, we there you go. We redeemed ourselves from last time for forgetting. <laughs> But uh, speaking of Rogue One in Star Wars, now, the trailer that dropped during halftime at Monday Night Football just this past week to really open up what's going on in some of the footage for Star Wars. I mean, I don't know, this is... I've liked the direction for the new movies. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, nothing's been perfect, but... uh, what they've even put out for this new trailer, it's it, looking epic. It, it looks it looks amazing. It looks fantastic. The issue that I'm having is I think that we are getting like dick teased by LucasArts so bad. 
With well, just the way that some of the clips are kind of posted together to kind of uh, look at certain ways. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of, um, I don't know what I want to call it. Like classic misdirection. misdirection. Classic misdirection. Thank misdirection. you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, because it, how they clip certain things together, it makes you want to say that that is a part of the full scene. But you look closer and you're like, mm, it might not be. Or it, it probably isn't. They're just totally clashing everything together to you know sway you in a way where you're like oh maybe this can happen which would is a great theory what in this movie just theorizing because i mean i don't think anyone's really believing it but in that theory of you know ray and kylo kind of somehow switching places in this movie would be really interesting uh for it would be unique for the star wars franchise for like this in this part of the movie in this part of the trilogy, kind of having the hero and the villain switch places, you know? I mean, that that is one route that they kind of, you know, like I, like I said before, teased. The, the misdirection of it all is just the fact that, like, you have so much that, you know, it feels like it's giving away a lot of the movie, but I also think that it, LucasArts has done this before with the trailers to the... To, uh, previous movies. Well, I mean, a big example being near the end scene to where Ray is speaking, saying, I need somebody to show me my, my place in the universe. And then immediately cuts to Kylo Ren reaching his hand out to her. It's like, no, no, we can, we know that's not really how that scene's probably going to play out. Oh, no. I, I mean, if, if I had to think of what that is coming down to, it's her making some kind of like last plea to you know luke yeah to, to really teach her and i mean i've heard that around the places too you know other comments from other videos uh people talking and discussing it and i agree with that i think it's that last plea from uh ray being like luke come on where am i supposed to be yeah because there's that whole scene to where she when she's just focusing you see the rocks crack and you just kind of see that kind raw of power. Luke's just kind of like, oh, oh, God. And he even says, he's like, I've seen raw power like this before. I didn't fear it then. I fear it now. And can we all agree that he was more likely talking, more likely talking about Kylo Ren? Oh, yeah. Ren? I actually think he's talking about Snoke. Uh, you really think that Sno that's going to be the way they're going with the story? That Snoke was one of his apprentices that were there? Uh, here, here, Here's where I'm at. Snoke has to have been from somewhere. Well, they, there's well, yes, a theory. That is absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> right there, he would be from no, somewhere. There, there's a theory <laughs> that he's the character from Rebels. That's yes, the biggest. Who was theory. kind of the the uh, was involved in a lot of what Palpatine was doing, and, and so on. And they do have somewhat similar looks, so I can easily see how that that theory can be established. But what would be his tie into Luke then? Well, my reason for thinking that he's talking about Snoke is the fact that he doesn't make mention of having trained that power before, which he trained Kylo. We know he trained Kylo. Yes. That's not something that is, like, uh, up for debate. No. Like, we know he trained Kylo at some point. We also know he destroyed the uh, temple that they're working at, which we see a scene of that. But we don't necessarily yeah. know that that was purely Kylo and not also part of Snoke. Like, well, I, I think that has to do with Snoke. Um... I think that has to do with the Knights of the Wren. Um, you know, and I think it all played out to where he kind of fell into place with Snoke. I don't think Snoke has a direct link to Luke unless it's just through, uh, years and stuff like that prior. I don't think Snoke was 
connected to the uprise of the new Jedi. But do we do we really think that Kylo has that amount of raw power that Well we we've seen him Ray actually does. hold he, a blaster bolt. It, he's a Skywalker. Yes. No okay. that, exactly, exactly. He's, he's a Skywalker. That's all he has to say. That's I, it. That's all that's he has to say. I'm dropping the mic. But, but as as a as a more <laughs> as a more accurate example, we've seen what he's capable of. He held a blaster bolt, not even focusing on. I mean, we had to obviously focus on it to some degree. No, but, but he seems... wasn't sitting there like holding his hand out. He wasn't intensely focusing on it. That that blaster bolt stood there for the longest time as he was walking and talking and killing and doing other stuff until he finally let it go. That's, that's ridiculous. We haven't really seen that kind of power on display before. The, 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 that is true. And then, again, that goes back to the other theory about Ray's background, because, like, oh, I've only seen raw power like this once before. It didn't scare me then. It scares me now. So that further plays into the whole, okay, what if she's possibly Skywalker? But then I guess that theory doesn't exactly hold up too much, because then I think he would recognize his own daughter. Well, here, here's the thing. The, the biggest... The... The biggest conspiracy behind her origin is the is that she doesn't actually know who her father is. Mm-hmm. She knows her mother. Her mother is essentially the one that left her on the planet. Yeah. The thing is, is the 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 thought process is that Luke got with one of the students that he was training. Oh yeah, and no, she escaped to, the to temple's me, destruction. Yes, and yes, I agree. Yes, yes, like yes. It, it's, I know the theories are still out there because nothing's ever been confirmed, and it won't be confirmed until probably this episode or or the next episode for Star Wars. But the the theories are that it's there's a lot more solid evidence that she's going to be a Skywalker compared to being a Kenobi. Well, well, that actually reminds me. Now that we we're discussing this. The theory I want to work out, which is probably a little bit out there, but there is some things to kind of play into You're it. Stretching. No, no, not too much of a stretch. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna break down, break this down a little bit. So first off, we already know that Kenobi had relations with. Uh, was she the Mandalorian she ambassador? Was, no, she was basically the Mandalore. Oh, okay, she was in the Mandalore. So a lot of people were believing that they may have had a child. So that child the... would grow up and possibly be somebody who trained underneath luke skywalker so if he if it's exactly what you said so yeah, you think it's a kenobi skywalker cross bloodline how ridiculously awesome would that be and through through those steps is possible there there is a slight possibility of that but that also means he would be ridiculously or, op as we've seen this year so far well besides besides the that whole topic <laughs> God, um, what would you even call that baby, Kenobi Walker? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know that that would that would be insane. Uh, but I, I, does she hold the high ground? She always holds the high ground. That's that's her that's her passive that's, ability. That is actually her power. She holds the high ground. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's in combat, in, in conversation, <laughs> everything. She holds the high ground. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch the previous movie again and see, is she always on a higher level? (laughs) Just to show if that theory kind of really matches up. There was a lot of even surfaces in the last movie, from my memory. Is she tall? (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Just saying. But even in regards to that, uh, to the whole thing with Kylo Ren and the possible swap between the two of them roles... We see Kylo Ren still kind of battling, battling with, with the himself. Dark side, yeah. We see him, he, it, at least from the way they cut it, it looks like he's in the perfect opportunity to go ahead and fire exactly where 
know, Leia is and completely obliterate her, but we see that she senses him, he senses her, and you see that hesitation, whether or not he's going to fire. Well, By the way, can I just go into that specific scene right there? Like, how badass everything looked in that scene, like, is... You know, oh no, the Starfighter scene. The Starfighter like scene looks so good. And oh, what, what, I'm, I can't believe I just drew a blank on it. I think it's almost called like a tie. Um, it's a one of their versions. Wasn't the Scimitar similar to what? Um, I Maul thought his had? was an interceptor. No, his is a a, a mock off of like an interceptor. Yeah, because the the Scimitaris is way closer. You know, that's Maul's stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the design. No, the... no, because this is more of an interceptor. It yeah, has interceptor wings, has it has point. a centralized cockpit, it, it doesn't have a long nose. Um, oh, I guess for, for, for it, from what I remember, it just looked longer. Yeah. But, uh... uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, so, but either way, that scene, though, just, it looked really good. The starfighters looked great. I love the space fighting, the, you know, the dogfights that happen in Star Wars. Um, and... It's it is very reminiscent of you know they're they're so drawing hard on Kylo picking up the the traits of his grandfather in how he dogfights, uh, so I thought that was really cool to see him in action in his starfighter doing what he does out there. Uh, that scene just blew me away. Exactly. I mean, this there was nothing about <clears throat> that trailer that wasn't enjoyable and just brought like goosebumps watching throughout there was just so much raw emotion on display in a lot of the scenes there's a lot to get excited about even the new ewoks i believe they're called the prog oh uh, <laughs> they're not the new ewoks the new we're, ewoks, we're, we're the hoping that have launched since that <laughs> have you seen the poster yes. where they just replaced them all with those or uh, even i i posted a meme for us on our our instagram which showed that image of the when it was yelling was like ah I'm like that was our face after watching the trailer. Oh man! So is this the replacement for Han? Like Chewie needed a new pet. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just like I thought Han was adorable, so I need because because remember kids, a lot of people think that Chewie was the pet of Han. It was the other way around. No, no, it was yeah. But, uh, that, yeah, the trailer, all together, great. I can't wait for that movie. It's, the countdown has begun, you know, when, when we go see that. And I, I guarantee, be prepared. We'll probably be, uh, putting some stuff out on Instagram and Snapchat when we go to see that movie just before kind of all the anticipation lining up. Um, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so. Uh, now here, here, here's a discussion point. If Kylo Ren does actually change sides, do we expect that Chewie's gonna break him in half? Uh, <laughs> Payback! I, I think he might get slapped around. There might be that that whole thing of you know, like Chewie just constantly resents him and like yeah. smacks his heads into like smacks his head <laughs> into bulkheads and stuff. Exactly. Oh, speaking of which, there's a, a discussion of memes and looking up stuff. So they were saying that the actual identity of Snoke is that one stormtrooper that actually hit his head against the... Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the door when it was coming down and... Oh. Yeah, 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 Snoke. yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping he was the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But that, you know what? That stormtrooper does make sense because it was on that side. Yeah, it was that's, on like, that was the that joke. That left side of the mask. That, that was the joke. And somehow yeah. it made him force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The force works in mysterious ways, like the fact that it's bugs that live in our body. Now, are we are we going to see? Um, crap! Now I'm having a hard time recalling his name. Um, Poe. 
No, not Poe. Finn? No. Finn. Finn. Yes, yeah. we have Finn. Actually, they did a really epic well, scene uh, with him against uh, Phasma. Phasma. Yeah. Phasma, gonna... Phasma apparently is going to finally redeem herself in a fight against Finn. And Finn has the same, well, a, a so light, the lightsaber blocker. Yeah, that lightsaber blocker thing. That, and that's where they go into to fighting. She almost looks like she has some kind of like force pike um, at going against it. And finally, you know, Finn getting some action in this. Uh, Phasma yeah. kind of redeeming herself. It's yeah. interesting to see him look what looks like Imperial, or I'm sorry, not Imperial anymore. It's now First Order. First Order art garb because it looks like he's kind of dressed up in well, it. Yeah, but you can only is... assume that he's going like undercover again. Yeah. It could be, yeah. I guess that's um, what most the, the other The other concept that I was thinking is that he's wearing that like as a mock-up of the uh, the Jedi Master outfit that Luke wore at the, at the beginning of um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because it almost looks similar. Like, it's that black lean cut, you, and it's you, tight. No, but... I, you see the... Very, yeah. The, 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 yeah, you the, know, the there's like... It has, it has yeah. The but it is very... It, it is very similar to that... Well, what's what's interesting, too, to that regard, is they, they did say that this whole movie is going to have a darker feel, very much like The Empire Strikes Back. Thankfully, unlike The Force Awakens... We don't see it playing off of a lot of the same themes and even kind of some of the same scenes that uh, The Force Awakens did. Well, Force Awakens had more of a Empire Strikes Back ending than, than uh, you know, than it did uh, A New Hope kind of ending. Like, A New Hope kind of ended on a, on a good note. Like, the, the good guys won, they defeated the Empire, they blew up the Death Star, they get to celebrate... Freaking Empire Strike Back ends on like a super down note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. And, and that was the thing. With... Frozen in carbonite, lost a hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have. Good. <laughs> yeah. um, you had. Uh, the uh, la- it, are you the lacking in the force right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm lacking in the memory right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last, the last movie ended on more of a down note with Han's death. They did destroy the, the planet-sized weapon, but, yeah. you know, you still lose Han Solo. Finn got jacked up. Finn got jacked Finn up. Finn got yeah. jacked up. I mean, it ended on that downward spiral note of Empire Strikes Back. But now we're looking at this more, like, intense action sequence film where they have that, the, the little, like, sand speeders on that red dust planet. You've got the the dog fighting in space, which all look really great. And I haven't seen a whole lot of planetary side stuff aside from again that red dust planet. Yeah, but, I think I think that planet is called Crate. Um, yeah, and yeah, the, the the only stuff that I've seen planet side has been with the I think they're coining it as Gorilla Walkers now because yeah. of the how the forward yeah. hands are. But I think that's the on the size. same planet. It is. It's the yeah. same planet. It, it's like on one side of the battlefield, and then the rebels with their their speeders, their sand that are skimmers. Kind of, yeah, sand <laughs> skippers uh, are are on the other, and it's like about to go down. So one more thing I want to bring up because I remember, I just love how like riled up the, and how it rustles your jimmies, John. But what about Luke and, and the Gray Order, guys? Hey, doesn't exist. Never will. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, what they're gonna find in there is definitely secrets. Like it, with Luke, 
They're going to find secrets of the Force. They're not going to do anything. They're going to just Jedi. realize that the Jedi were wrong. And that oh th- no, that's that's already been said. <laughs> they need to end. It is it is done. The the Jedi are over. They're wrong. Then you know but, I can kind of smile from that. But guys, remember in Rebels they introduced the whole thing of the the gray side of the Force with the. I'm going to hit you. I am. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Can I punch him in the throat now. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> double chop right. Like, right I, I think the nerd voice just really lends to the, yeah, the anger yeah. that it induces oh, in you. I will totally slap the crap out of but you. But yeah, so now, <laughs> now I remember in a discussion way back, it was not on a podcast. Uh, you thought that it was somebody else's voice that said, "You know, the Jedi needs to end." No, that wasn't me. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. That that was Luke's voice. That's what I thought, too. No, that's definitely Luke's voice. Just like in this trailer, uh, a lot of the voiceover was done by Snoke. Yeah, no... Andy Serkis, that was kind of his his bag. Now, Um, do we think, uh, as far as who Snoke really is, there's still the whole theory with uh, Darth... uh, I always butcher his name. Is it Plagueis? Plagueis? Yeah. I was about to say Plagueis. 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 (laughs) Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. No, I think... um, And and what I've been hearing... Because uh, I I really wish that I read more of the actual Star Wars novels. Um, I believe that they're kind of gaining some hints in some of their stuff that they've more recently released. Um, I don't have the name of those novels with me, um, but... Yeah, we're going to have to do some research, because I actually want to go through and read the the First Order comics, and the Darth Vader comics, and the current Star Wars, like, build-up comics, because they, one, they all look really good. Um, I mean, Marvel has a hand in it now, so... Well, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't hurt. Marvel, baby! Yeah, but it, I mean, they they've released a lot of content with uh, once Force Awakens came out for books that uh, lied in between, you know, between Episode three and four, and then also between um, six and seven. Hmm. So they they did a lot of that in between to to line us a lot of stuff up. And also, Battlefront two is actually going to have an interesting canon story that's going to hmm. be in between. Doesn't it have to do a lot with the um, Imperial side or the Forced Order side? With, yes. Uh, the, and yes. takes place like so actual high that's why you, yeah. you, you, That's why you two oh, I yeah. know are going to love the shit out uh, of it. Because you're playing as a very special like black, black Ops unit of the Empire that now becomes part of the First Order. Okay. And you get to play through their entire story. Yeah. The birth of the First Order. Yes. Yes. I can't wait for that. Um, but there, there, was, there was definitely... You know, that, that trailer <laughs> itself uh, hit a lot of high points. Yeah. Um, it makes you really want to continue to go to see this, at least for me. Um, and I think all of us were really psyched about that when it came yeah. out. Well, I, I don't think there's a single person in the in the Star Wars fan base that saw that trailer and was like, no, I'm good. I, I like that you had to say in the Star, Star Wars fan base. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you know, there's some dirty Trekkies. <laughs> Oh yeah, Mike, I have to give you this book about Vulcan. Uh, <laughs> wait, why? <laughs> Just slap you. So how about the Orville? <laughs> Can we talk about Orville? No, we're not talking anything Star no. Trek Star Trek related. Not that we hate Star Trek, that's a, that's just a huge joke because because apparently you can't be fans of Star Trek and Star Wars, which is bullshit. It's like saying you can't be fans of DC and Marvel. Very true. Um and I mean Anything that's the science fiction 
you know, whole universe. I mean, I've been a huge fan of uh, Stargate, and look what they're doing with the new launch of Stargate Origins. Yeah. Ugh, Stargate. Fuck you. Stargate is... Stargate. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be great. I mean, if you can't watch it on sci-fi's B-ranked action, then where can you watch it? Oh, speaking of (laughs) sci-fi's B-rated shows, Krypton. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks so good. And I guess that's going to do it for this episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) No, but I I definitely think that we covered up a lot of information that came through for uh, New York Comic Con, and then just some uh, random input, like we always do. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, I mean, so I, on that not as a joke, I think that's going to basically wrap up this episode of the Ready Comics Roll podcast. We thank you always for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, just about everything we have as far as social media. You'll also find the links in the description down below. Uh, if you enjoyed it, definitely make sure to leave a like on this video or on its respective place that's being hosted and subscribe to us as well. And always remember, please comment so that we know where you would like us to go in the future. And correct us, because we're probably wrong on things. Yeah, I mean, we always are excited to hear from you as a community. Uh, We definitely want to go ahead and take it in new and exciting directions, and we can only do that with uh, your assistance. And the one last thing that we wanted to let you know was we are going to be having a special two-episode launch later this month. Um, We're going to be doing a... Halloween edition that will be dropping on Halloween Eve. Uh, so you got to stay tuned for the details. And, and this the... is <laughs> But that's the only way you're going to be able to find out what's going on is if you subscribe. So listen up. And also for the random streams as well. I think we're good. Can we say goodbye now? <laughs> Fine.